0: What's going on, everybody? This is JVB, and you're listening to another episode of the Postgame Report podcast. So, I discovered something within the last week. I was looking at, you know, lately I've been on a uh, an investor kick. My wife and I, we want to invest our money. We want to use our money so that that money can make us money. I discovered this website called Masterworks. And no, they are, they are not sponsoring this episode. But what I find interesting about Masterworks is that I can invest in art. For example, a Van Gogh. A Van Gogh can go for about 15 million dollars, right? So what Masterworks allows me to do or you, if you choose to invest, you can buy as low as $1,000 worth of shares for that particular painting. And when they decide to sell that painting, maybe a year later or whatever, you're going to reap the benefits depending on what you invest in it. They also have a secondary market where for example a Banksy who is a famous graffiti artist his artwork sells astronomically high as well you can buy shares of a Banksy and they're about twenty dollars a share and the same thing occurs when Masterworks finally decides to share this art piece you will get about 15 percent over what you paid which is great because you want something that is going to provide value when it finally sells. That is why we, not me, but that's why people buy real estate and stuff like that in hopes that that piece of land will be wanted by somebody and they'll pay you extra for that piece of land. So that's one new method of investing. I have been... Uh, partaking in. The other one is called VV V-E-V-E. It's an app. You can get it on Android or Apple. And what it does, it allows you to buy NFTs. I've been talking about NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And this is different. Like I have issues with people who sell NFTs, but this is not one of them. Simply because DreamWorks Disney companies that are huge are putting NFTs or they are allowing their licensed, their licenses to be sold here. Marvel, they released, uh, I think they're going to release a brand new comic book. So, so let me take a few steps back. You can buy comic books like a Spider-Man one. But these comic books, which you can read in its entirety the same way you would read it on uh, a Gim- uh, Kimball, right? Via digital, right? And each comic book has about four variants. It ranges from a common comic to all the way to a secret rare edition. And so each comic will have a different cover and 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 this is very smart because if you play Call of Duty if you play some of these free to play games you'll you'll notice that they use a lot of the same colors for like for example division where a certain item and its rarity will be color schemed like orange or something or purple the same thing occurs here So they're using a pretty similar color scheme where a purple, you know instantly it's an ultra rare. So obviously, when you purchase an ultra rare, you are capable of selling more, uh, reselling it for more. So they do something called drops, meaning they will announce that, let's say, Saturday at 8 a.m., There's going to be a drop for Voltron, which they did this past weekend. It's the DreamWorks Voltron. It's not the original Bandai Voltron from 84. So at 8 a.m. I tried it. I lost out in seconds. All of the available NFTs were sold out. I had to wait for the... Uh, Market to open so that the people who bought uh, these Voltron NFTs, they would resell them. Some would resell them for $5 extra over what they paid. Some $10 depending on the rarity and the serial number. So if you got number 100 out of 6,000, it's going to sell. It's going to sell for a high price. So I was able to get a Voltron for about I'd say seventy dollars. And what I mean by dollars is that you can convert one to one a dollar for one a dollar equals one gem, and you have to buy these gems, which is their currency. But it's dollar for dollar. So I bought seventy gems, and I paid the equivalent of seventy dollars or seventy gems. So. Now, I get a little, I get an analysis, right? There's like, just like the stock market, if you're in in Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, or whatever, you will see how that particular collectible either increases or decreases in value, and it will tell you, just like a stock, that your current collection is down 10%. So I actually found uh, an ultra-rare Loki, the dinosaur... I mean, not dinosaur, alligator version of Loki. It is animated. Now, let me describe what these NFTs are. They are... Think of Nintendo emojis, right? Little 3D animated characters that float around. You can move them around. You can even have a virtual room that is provided to you in the app and place them anywhere and you can move around either with virtual reality headphones or eyewear, not headphones, or with these little, you know, uh, touch controls that are in the app so you can roam around and look at your collection. It sounds a lot like what I've been talking about with the metaverse, where you have this virtual home where people can walk around with their VR glasses and roam around your house and look at all of your cool stuff. Right. So what I like most about Vivi is that it makes purchasing an NFT a whole lot easier than it really is. For example, there is OpenSea, which is a website where you could create and sell or even buy NFTs. But there's a cost. It uses Ethereum tokens. And Ethereum tokens right now are about $3,800 for one token. In order to mint, minting means that I create an NFT And I mint it by going through a process where they create a blockchain number and my art becomes a legitimate NFT that can be sold on this platform. So once it's minted, you have to pay a fee for that. If you sell, you have to pay a fee for that, right? So there are fees with Ethereum. There are some... Sites that are now coming up that, that will actually charge you less in a different currency than Ethereum. So with, with Vivi, and, and this is the problem with NFTs as a whole because a lot of people don't know what the hell an NFT is, right? So now you have an application that makes it easy to, to browse this market. You don't even have to connect what they call a wallet, right? A crypto wallet. You don't have to connect the crypto wallet. I could actually use my Apple Pay. And as I stated, one gem equals $1. So whatever card I have on my Apple Pay or Android Pay, they take it out of the account and it equals to $1. One gem is $1. And so back, let me take another step back, right? So when does a drop, let's say they're going to, as a matter of fact, they're doing this thing Twelve Days of Christmas, where they're going to do twelve different drops per day leading up to Christmas, and it is on Vivi. The first drop is an X-Men comic book, uh, the first edition. Right now we can buy this on any. Application like Apple Books or whatever, right? Finding a physical copy of this X-Men comic book is a whole nother story, right? Because it's scarce and it's a true collector's item. But what they are doing now in Vivi, they're coming out with four different covers and each cover is going to have a rarity, uh, a rarity uh, tag on it. But, and this is where the luck of the draw comes in, it's going to sell for $6. So, you purchase this for $6, and if you're lucky enough to get a Rare Plus or a secret Rare, in a few days, that $6 purchase you made becomes $600. A month later, it could be $6,000. And i'm not over exaggerating here there's a todd mcfarlane batman that is selling for about four thousand dollars because it's the first nft that was sold on vivi and they don't know they don't no longer sell them so you have to buy it in the secondary market that is within the application so you're still selling this using the same currency now the The one negative that I've found out, I cannot cash out. I can't sell my ultra rare Loki and then transfer that money into my bank account. That's not available yet. So what people are doing is basically they're trading assets. They're gaining more uh, of these tokens or, or jewels, excuse me, right? that once again are dollar for dollar. So if you're able to accumulate, let's say the three NFTs that I have, let's say two months from now, I can sell them all for $500, right? That is $500 in my Vivi account. I cannot cash out. So I would either hold on to that and wait for another drop or find something in the market that has depreciated but still has a nice serial number a nice low serial number and it's a first edition and it has a rare tag on it now some of the spider-man that are common right common means that there are more of those nfts available for people to buy when it first drops and i'm talking about these things Sell out in freaking seconds. So, even a common Spider-Man is selling for hundreds of dollars. And they only paid about $50. Or 50 gels. I mean, uh, gems. I'm just going to say dollars. So, I've invested a few hundred dollars. I've purchased the Loki. Which was about $154. dollars Now, the reason why I bought it, number one, was because somebody on YouTube was talking about it, and the next day it was there, available, sale. It had a serial number of 1020. My son was born on 1021. And the price was $154. And my high school jersey number was 54. So I used the numbers as a significance, right? Because if I take the number one from the 154 and place it, uh, replace the zero, right? If I switch the numbers around, I have 054, which is number 54, and then I have 1021, which is the date my son was born. So a lot of collectors do that. They use numbers, There are actually certain NFTs that have a significance with their numbers. So it's the date, either the date that that particular character was created. And if you happen to have that serial number, that's going to be a hot item. Some people have, like me, they see their birth date and they want to get that specific number. And they will pay you a nice chunk of change for that. So it's pretty cool. I'm not going to go crazy because I still feel that investing in the stock market is much better. But the problem with NFTs, as I stated, is that people don't know what the hell they are. So now you have an app that is pretty easy to browse around. You see a comic book, you see a superhero, you see, uh, they even sell art movie posters they've had like the mandalorian a model of the mandalorian you place it in your virtual showroom and you could walk around it the loki crocodile or alligator i have is animated so it moves around on its own so pretty soon you're gonna see more nfts that are licensed by Mega corporations like Disney, and Disney is fully behind this particular app. Todd McFarlane put one of it, put their the, the first NFT with VV. Not his first, but VV's first NFT, and people at the time were buying them for like twenty dollars. Now, they've made a great investment. They can sell them, and they can make. A nice chunk of change that is sitting in their account. And when the feature comes up that they can cash out. uh, They're going to have themselves a nice freaking, you know, nice chunk of change to throw into their bank account. Now they're coming out with features. They're they're, they're coming out with something called the VV-verse. So I have no idea what that's going to be about. They're going to have more types of rewards. I am hoping that they do come out with a way to cash out. That has really prevented me from throwing more money into it. But I had to get the Voltron and I saw the opportunity to get an ultra rare. I have a, a rare Supergirl and an ultra rare Loki. And it's cool. You can browse your little virtual showroom and then you have community members who will follow you and you can browse their showrooms. You can trade with each other, you can auction some of your more expensive NFTs. And then if you want to explain to somebody what an NFT is, you just whip out your phone, show it to them, and you can say, "Hey, down the line, this NFT may be able to be playable in a video game. Or I can trade it in another app or you know, cross-platform in some other metaverse type thing. The possibilities, you know, are, are just beginning to surface. And it's a good idea to get into it. Like Masterworks, you are investing in fine art. Art that is worth millions of dollars. You can now own a portion of that art. And it's going to be sold eventually. So if you hold on to it for a few years, you forget about it, you get full documentation stating that you own this, you get um, tax documents, all that stuff. So it's legit. And then with this NFT stuff, this VV is just another way of understanding the potential of NFTs. Of course, I've seen even my wife used the exact word I was going to use when I showed her a photo that was being sold in OpenSea. It was being sold for $4,000 basically the equivalent of one ethereum my wife said this is insulting and i was about to use it but i was afraid to sound like i was stuck up or i thought so highly of myself because she thinks she's baffled as to because i have a few nfts just to see how i do But they're nowhere near, you know, I think the highest one is $400. Just to test the waters. And she's baffled as to why my stuff cannot sell. And I figured out that there's this whole community of people that somewhat support each other and promote each other. And if you're not part of that little clique, right now, it's tough to go out there and sell unless you have this support system. And I'll jump on some of these Twitter spaces and listen to them. And a lot of them know each other. A lot of them praise the same people. And I look at their profiles. I will look at their work. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it's like, come on, man. So, once again, here's a new way to make some money for the work you do. But now, just like everything else, you have to fight against Some type of algorithm. And even though there's no real algorithm pushing NFTs and who sells who doesn't, there is a community of people basically influencing, just like an an algorithm would, influencing who is spotlighted and who is supported and who's going to make some money. Some Some of these people make $14,000 selling a photo of a parked car on their mobile phone to me that's insulting (laughs) and I've seen people buy these things post it up and brag how they bought this and they're like it's such an amazing photo and I'm like what the fuck is going on here (laughs) really it's like what the fuck is going on so it tells me that these people got into Ethereum early, bought it at crazy cheap prices. were are very fortunate to see the increase, to see how much it is now. And now they're just throwing Ethereum coins everywhere, spending shit, uh, spending money on shit and then bragging about it. To me, that's to me, that's where it's at right now, where, where the NFT community for photographers is at. So. I like the fact that there's an NFT community on actual collectors who don't have to depend on somebody buying their shit. All the NFTs that are collected are by DreamWorks, McFarlane, Todd McFarlane, uh, Disney. So they're legitimate NFTs with some value. They're professionally made and they're fully licensed. And it's within one ecosystem. So you don't have to worry about trying to sell it elsewhere or trying to pay gas fees, that's what they call the fees for a lot of these uh, NFTs, gas fees. And all you have to do is trade it within the ecosystem and it works, There's, there's a growing community of people, there's a growing community of people. So if you're interested, try to get into it now because it might be too late. China's about to get into it. Once they get into it, that's a huge, huge uh, consumer base right there, too. So, yeah, check it out. It's called VV, V-E-V-E. A friend of mine, actually, he goes by AvidX. He's been on the Postgame Report years ago. And he's he was bugging me about this app. And finally, one day, I was like, you know what? Let me just check it out. And I took a few minutes to fully look at this application, see the the potential in it. And I was like, man, I'm an idiot. (laughs) I ignored a lot of his uh, earlier text, and now I'm late. So yeah, that's that's on me. So yeah, I know a lot of people get bored of, of me talking about stocks and shit. But listen, if people were telling me Back when I was in my early 20s, early 30s, about these opportunities, I would be thankful. So, yeah, take it for what it's worth. Uh, A community is supposed to help each other grow, right? That's how communities expand and get more successful. So, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm trying to sound smart. You know, I'm trying to do my part. Trying to help people. So, anyway. This wraps up another episode of the Post Game Report. I'm JVB. I'll talk to you guys later.